Child custody. Well, many courts today are encouraging parents to use programs like mediation to deal with child custody disagreements, but because a judge isn't present at mediation, many parents don't prepare for their mediation sessions. That's a mistake. That's part of our JDSA Law Talk this week with the good folks over at JDSA Law. To talk about that, we're speaking with Jordan Miller over at JDSA Law for another one of our conversations. Jordan, good to have you back in studio. Hey, Clint. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, we talked with your colleague Mike Vanier uh, last week about mediation in general, but let's talk a little bit about child custody mediation. It's its own deal. What exactly is it? Well, child custody mediation is an opportunity for parties to a case to get together with a neutral third party, often trained and familiar with the subject matter of family law to see if there's an opportunity to reach a resolution without going to a trial and incurring those costs, expenses, and the emotional the emotional toll that takes. Okay, and so uh, as far as how candid both parties can be in the discussion, that is to say anything you say being on the record, what's on the record and what's essentially off the record in these mediation sessions? Generally speaking, one of the most important components of mediation is the confidentiality component. People need to be able to communicate directly, honestly, and about all of the details of their case, of that situation with the mediator and even with the other side. Because if you're not going through the process uh, openly, the odds of getting a result are low. So, so that's a reason why those things tend to be confidential, except under unusual or specific circumstances. So to use a city analogy, basically these mediation sessions are a form of executive session, if you were, where, you know, basically everything that is said behind closed doors stays behind those closed doors. But when you come to an agreement, that agreement is part of the public record. You know, that's a good analogy, Clinton. That's exactly right. If you are able to be successful in the negotiations, come to an agreement, you reduce that to writing, you put it into the necessary paperwork, and, and that is what's produced and presented to the judge for entry as as your orders. It's stunning to me that just because some people think, oh, well, this isn't in front of a judge, people perhaps don't prepare as strenuously for these mediation sessions as maybe they do uh, when they are going in front of a judge. Talk to me a little bit about the importance of mediation. Why is it so, the importance of preparation in these situations? Why is that so important? Well, it's, it's essential. If you're going to be successful, you need to go in with an idea, not just an idea, an, a, a, a map, a blueprint for that mediator that shows them that you, you've you gone through the process, you've done your research, you've organized your thoughts, you've organized your arguments and can present them in a coherent and, and persuasive manner. Not only is that necessary for the mediator to be effective, it's also a huge component of preparing for your potential in a trial. You have to do the work. So basically, it's a bad thing if you walk into that mediation session and they say, okay, what do you want? I want custody, period. Yes, Clint, that would be uh, that would show that you didn't do the work to get prepared. If you want custody, sure, you can make that statement, but you need to be prepared to follow up with here's why. Okay, so let's talk about why. What are some of the reasons why you see most often parents say, I want custody or I want this out of this particular custody situation? I guess most often it's the history. Um, families don't you know, come out of the blue when you go to court. They're, they've been together. They've been working together. They've divided responsibilities with respect to care for the children. Maybe your child has a special need or a special circumstance that requires you know, more, more often or I guess more direct and, and uh, specific you know, work by the parents. And that generally is the most important thing to folks is to say, I've done this job. I've been there for my child. I want to continue in that role. 
Divorce can be an incredibly emotional experience, and certainly for a lot of parents, they consider fighting for their kids' custody. There's few things more emotional than that, but this is a uh, this is an intellectual exercise. This is an exercise in reason, and sometimes emotion and reason don't play well in the sandbox. So talk to me about that process, about leading someone through the process so they go from, I want the custody because my spouse is a jerk, to this is why. Well, and, and that's that's very common. The folks do come in for their mediator, for their preparations, for their meetings with their lawyer, emotionally charged. And that's one of the most important roles an attorney can play, especially in family law, which is to respect and, and understand the client's emotion, but try and explore that with them on a factual basis so that their end goal, perhaps that's something that's achievable. And if not, we can help them understand the why behind their you know problems, perhaps with their case by going through the details leading up to, the, to where they feel like they're at. Mediation can sometimes involve compromise, often does. So talk to me a little bit about the importance as well as you get your plan together of getting plans B and C together if you're in that room and you realize your ideal scenario may not be taking form. Well, that's exactly right, Clint. You always want to identify that ideal scenario, make sure that you know exactly what the client's priorities are. That being said, it is a compromise, generally speaking, that gets mediation to, to be a successful mediation and identifying you know, backups. If, if you don't believe we can achieve X, if the mediator feels like that's an unrealistic expectation and we agree once we understand his or her reasoning, you, you would be, again, better prepared and better armed to be successful if you know what alternatives may be acceptable to you. Another facet of preparation really beyond knowing what you want and going through the steps to make your case is knowing who's sitting across from the table from you. And I'm not talking about your soon to be ex-spouse. I'm talking about the other counselor as well, the other attorney. Um, you all know each other here in the Valley. You know who walks in sort of amenable and you know who also walks in. And I'm not going to say scorched earth, but those who basically ask for the stars and will settle for the moon. So... I suppose, as far as preparation is concerned, you can help prepare the client for what these opening rounds are going to look like. Absolutely, Clint. It, it is true in a valley like ours. We do have a, a somewhat small circle of individuals that we're likely to encounter on a family law case. And hopefully we'll be able to develop a, a sense of how they go about presenting their case. And, and it, again, that preparation for the client, helping them understand that even though this person may come in and has, as you say, uh, ask for the stars, don't worry about that. Understand that that's their process. That's how they open the negotiations. And knowing that we can help prepare our strategies to be more effective at communicating with the mediator, knowing that on the other side, those tactics are being used. And on the flip side, if a counselor is well, is known to be a little more amenable in the opening rounds, you can adjust your talking points accordingly. Good stuff. This is JDSA Law Talk with uh, Jordan Miller with JDSA Law in Wenatchee. Let's get ready to wrap things up here. Uh, tell me once again about the advantages of mediation in child custody cases. What are those advantages? First and foremost, you control the outcome. In a mediation, if the parties don't come to an agreement, there is no resolution. But if you do, that means that Rather than having a third-party judge make a decision about the future of your kids, the future of your holidays, the future of your, your interactions, that you can have some control over that. Um, it can get done at any time. You can be finished faster. You can save money. These are just a variety of reasons why mediation is a really useful and effective tool for family law. If folks want to know more about this uh, or just simply talk to you, where can they get a hold of you? JDSALaw.com is our website. It's very interactive. You can email us directly or just give us a call, 662-3685. Jordan Miller, thanks so much. Again, that's JDSA Law Talk. Thanks, Clint.